We're the Satellite Sisters. I'm Liz Dolan. I'm here with my sister, Julie Dolan. Julie, what's the best thing you've got going today? You know what the best thing is, Liz? It's king cake season again. So get online, order yourself a king cake immediately. Maybe you can have time to eat it before you get on the plane to Australia. (laughs) Okay. That's what she needs. Leanne, how about you? What's the best thing you got going? I got my Christmas cards in the mail this weekend. So (laughs) pretty psyched. Pretty psyched. So expect them. Happy New Year's. It's New Year's for 12 months, I realize. So. I, I enjoy holiday cards any time of year, Lynn. That's what I, think I thought, that's Jewel. That's what I thought. I mean, who's kidding who? Liz, how about you? Well, two things, Leah. Number one, I'm not attending the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, which is a relief because I used to have to go to that. Number two, I heard they announced a voice-activated shower. So we have that to look forward to <laughs> as products, products we totally don't need, but I'm certain I will adopt. <laughs> what I'm concerned about this voice activation is we're just going to be screaming all the time. I know. I know. Like, I, I mean, isn't that your worst nightmare is to become an old, cranky, screaming lady? And now they're forcing us to do that. Yeah. Have to talk to your refrigerator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It does seem kinder and gentler to just open the door yourself. <laughs> or to huh. clap. How about a clap on shower? <laughs> yeah. It just seems like there's enough of a delay in a shower, though, that it is easier just to Turn the water down yourself. Right. You know? (laughs) Anyway, uh, enough about that. We have a super full show today. Uh, But first, Leanne, a couple of, like, I feel like last week when Julie and I said we had a major, major announcement, we kind of buried the lead because we said what the announcement was is that later this month, she and I are going to Australia. We will be touring the Great Barrier Reef. But I feel like really... What was exciting about that announcement is who the guest hosts will be while Julie and I are gone. It's typical is, as the older sisters, you simply forgot (laughs) that there are two other sisters standing by in the family. Wow. So, yes, I have been in negotiations with the agents of Monica Dolan and (laughs) Sheila Dolan. And that's not, that's sort of half, that's not fake news. It's not. not. Negotiations, right? No doubt. Yeah. We approached them. Um, It was a tentative yes. I got from Sheila in the Vaughn's parking lot one day when I happened to run into her. But I can now confirm that Sheila and Monica will be joining me uh, in two weeks' time on Satellite Sisters. That is super exciting. Sure, you're going to the Great Barrier Reef, but I have Sheila in her car on her cell phone (laughs) trying to use Skype. So... That'll be psyched. And this is what we call the revenge of the junior varsity. It is. This is it. It is. And I have exciting news because Sheila said she was preparing for the show by buying a copy of First Magazine. Oh, my God. So, oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, so enjoy your world travelers, your travels, you two, because I have Sheila and Monica. Okay. So two Liz, weeks we better now. not. We better not linger down <laughs> I know. We better come back because you know how that is. That's why regular stars never go on vacation, right? <laughs> They're always afraid someone's going to take their seats. Oh, but first, next week we have Tina Brown on the show. It's the return of the Satellite Sisters Book Club. We are talking to Tina Brown about her fantastic book, The Vanity Fair Diaries, 
read it, skim it, or as Julie Dolan says, just throw it on the floor and read any page that it opens up to. It is that entertaining. <laughs> you don't need to read it in sequence at all. Uh-uh. Yeah, and you know, Tina is a wonderful, wonderful guest. She's been on Satellite Sisters before. She's an incredible storyteller. And we're really able to ask her about things, really important things like mm-hmm. Meghan Markle. Yes. I mean, come on. So that it was exciting for us to have her on. And we're going to play that interview next week. Yeah, I think we might be breaking some news yeah. with Tina Brown's advice to Meghan Markle about mm-hmm. how to get along in the House of Windsor. Because it's not the advice I thought it was going to no. be. No, no. But it's t- very direct advice. It's sort mm-hmm. of a watch your back <laughs> approach. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. What I would say is if you're preparing in the Satellite Sisters, in addition to reading the book, go back into our archives and listen to our conversation with Tina Brown about the Princess Diana book that mm-hmm. she wrote. Mm-hmm. Because there are lessons to be learned there for Ms. Meghan Markle. Yes. Yes. That, that's enough true. said. Enough said. Yeah. So that's next week. So we have Tina Brown, editor of The New Yorker, and then we have <laughs> Sheila Dolan with First Magazine. Reader of First Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, Liz, our, just a reminder that our February book club pick is a very dense historical book, but fantastic, called Prairie Fires about the life of Laura Ingalls Wilder. So if you're interested in that, start reading and it who's now. Not, and who's really? not, really? There's not, no one. Were you a girl in America? I think you use the same technique to just open to any page and read it, Leanne. Will it work with Prairie no, Fires? No. no. It's, you know, because it's really a great portrait of the American West in general, like the opening up of the American West. So, uh, Really? Wow. Yeah. In okay. the context of the the Laura Ingalls Wilder books. It's fantastic. in my suit. I'm taking it to Australia. Yeah. It's my vacation book. So Minnesotans get on board, but we'll be talking to the author in February for that. So okay. Tina Brown, Sheila and Monica, Laura Ingalls Wilder. So go to Australia, you two. What else? What else? What else? Okay, today on the show, the biggest news, of course, in America this week was the U.S. figure skating <laughs> national championships. Yes, indeed. And we are okay. going to be talking about that. I have some thoughts on the team selection. Of course uh, you do. Yes, and that's our job here at Satellite Sisters. Uh, also, we're going to hear last-minute preparations for your trip to Australia. Yeah. Liz, you leave tonight. Yeah, I have some good news and some bad news about Australia, so it's coming. Okay. Uh, I am going to announce my theme of the year and tell you that. Good. You guys announced good. yours over yes. the previous weeks, and so I have mine. Uh, Julie, you have some food trends. Yep, it's uh, it's raw, raw, raw. That's all I can say. Yuck, yuck, yuck. And then yeah, uh, I know. And then we have That's some. Why I told you to order the king cake at the top of the show. <laughs> and then uh, we have some thoughts from the Facebook page. But yeah, of course, this week uh, the hashtag of all time, maybe who knows, from the Golden Globes was Oprah's spectacular speech, spectacular fueling speculation that you know there's a, a presidential run in her future, mm-hmm. Oprah 2020. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you know, as background, if you're new to Satellite Sisters, maybe you don't know that we wrote for the magazine for many years. Mm-hmm. We actually were on the Oprah Winfrey show mm-hmm. once and then taped twice. And then we went on tour with Oprah Winfrey. Mm-hmm. And then we have other connections to Oprah. So we have some inside knowledge. Right. I, I worked at the Oprah I, Winfrey I didn't, want, I didn't know. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm going to volunteer that info. I worked for Oprah. I was yeah. the chief marketing officer at OWN. So, so, so there all you go. that's true. So I guess my surprise at people's shock that Oprah was good at talking <laughs> was that yeah. Oprah was good at talking. Like, where have they been for 25 years? <laughs> she is a billionaire who built a business on a talk show. She is a right. master communicator. She is. 
And there was just this kind of Jonathan Franson, gee, who knew Oprah could be so persuasive vibe, like from people on Twitter and men in my Facebook group. Like one guy who was a, a TV critic was like, I'm pretty shocked Oprah was so good. Really? Like, do you think we're idiots that we watched her for 25 years? Yes, they do. They do. They, yes. they really do. They took her. I ma- think, it, don't you think it was also the contrast between all those actresses in the black dresses? Don't get me started on those. Uh, just sort of, you know, a regurgitating sort of memorized state political statements versus Oprah, who really, it came from the heart. You know, yeah, it I came object from, to it the use of the word regurgitate because I thought they <laughs> well, were, maybe not I thought they were very but effective. You know, but yes, they of course. Had, like, memorized, they had memorized a, an acceptance speech that included some, some you know, profound statement and the difference between their their speeches and Oprah's was very dramatic because she was from the heart. Oprah well, takes you to the mountaintop. That's yeah. what she does. I mean, she's a master communicator. I don't. I, I just was shocked at the shock. You know. Yeah. I mean, when we were on tour with her, her we saw her speak uh, three weeks in a row, three different cities. She no notes, nothing. Completely different each four. city, and it yeah. just got better. And better and better. And by the time she she spoke in New York, in front of a sold out group on this O magazine at Liberty tour, State Park, Liberty State Park, the Statue of Liberty in the background. And this was fifteen years ago. People were crying. We were crying. She was singing. She sang. She was <laughs> reciting "Phenomenal Woman." I mean, I yeah. thought she was going to go there the other night when she said the word "phenomenal." I'm like, oh, here it comes. She's going to be sashaying her hips, and people are going to go nuts. No. So I was just so surprised that the reception was like, huh, who knew? Really? <laughs> Millions of American women knew <laughs> for 25 years. 25 years. <laughs> Here's how effective Oprah is. When we were on that speaking tour with her, the first city, San Diego, we came on after Oprah. Ugh. Right? Remember? Big mistake. So, so Oprah Big finishes mis- and 10,000 people get up and they leave. So after the San Diego appearance, we went to the showrunner and made a suggestion that maybe we could warm up for Oprah. Maybe we could come on first. Right. And luckily, they made that change in the show flow, and we were very satisfied with that. That's right. Yeah. You never want to go on after Oprah. No, you don't. No. And I think I think everyone at the Golden Globes found that yeah. to be true as well. So, I, you know, whether... I, I don't want to spend the next three years speculating whether she's going to run. That's tedious to me. But the fact that she's good at talking, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that should really surprise on, no people. one. You really have to take a look at your biases. Yes. If you think that that was, yeah. you know, as Jonathan Franson, like, poo-pooed her book club. Yeah. Shut up, Jonathan Franson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting many years to say that. I'm glad you're over that. That was about 20 years ago, Liam. <laughs> yes, okay. it was. But it was the same. It was the Just same. underestimating. Type of, it was the same arrogance. Same you're arrogance right. that Jonathan Franson showed. Like, uh-huh. her people read? I don't know. Oprah? Yeah. Oh, she's really good at talking. What the? <laughs> okay. Okay. That would be We bad. all agree with you. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yay, Oprah. Whatever you want to do is fine with us. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it for three years, though, so <laughs> just that, that's all I ask. All right. So, hey, can I just say I enjoyed your suggestion on this week's recap of Madam Secretary, which you, you two do together yes. every Monday. It's called Satellite Sisters Talk TV. It's a different feed than Satellite Sisters, so go subscri- subscribe. Subscribe. On yesterday's MSEC recap, 
you launched a 2020 ticket that you called McCord Winfrey 2020. Yes. <laughs> You'd like to see Elizabeth McCord as the presidential candidate. Oprah well, Winfrey she, has the, she has the policy chops she that we're yeah. looking for on a ticket, uh, yeah. uh, Liz. So, I just, yeah. Again, I want people to expand that. their horizons a little bit. Elizabeth McCord, also in our world, a viable presidential candidate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that's the state of politics these days. Yes. <laughs> hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Pros is getting rave reviews. Lynn, I am not surprised. You have been on that Pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. I, do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Leon Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when I, my hair's really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you, you're the boss. I'll take it. <laughs> you tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leon's. Okay? And I'm I'm using it. Pros mm -hmm. isn't just better for you. It's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos, too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E. Pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we, we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life, aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. <laughs> in no their kidding. Skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils. I love it all. That duo they have going. Oh. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer. And it just delivers <laughs> this full body glow. Okay, you know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm -hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil. Youthful, yeah. Liz. A youthful yeah. glow is going to happen. <laughs> and it's infused with Osea's signature Undarius seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? 
I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself <laughs> because you're worth it. <laughs> that's, that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code Sad Sisters. So this is it. This is a win, win, win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SATSISTERS at oseamalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSISTERS for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. Fictional characters welcome. <laughs> Except ones created by Jonathan Francis. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this week, a lot of talk on the Satellite Sisters Facebook page about the U.S. figure skating championships. Liz, you and I, a month ago, a little bit more than a month ago, had the chance to meet Ashley Wagner and Alan uh, Adam Rippon, who yes. became sort of central figures in the controversy this weekend. Two U.S. hopefuls. They trained right. together. They're best friends. Ashley Wagner uh, was put on the team four years ago in a controversial move at the time. She came in fourth at the U.S. Nationals, but she was vaulted to be one of the three members of the team, mm-hmm. uh, displacing Mariah Nagasu. Adam is 26, you know, ha- has had a good run of luck lately, but never made an Olympic team. It's kind of their last shot for both of them. So this week, skating yes. happens. And I got to say, there's a lot of good skating this week, particularly, there was. Yes. you know, the short programs were great. The women all skated really well. You know, the men, a couple of big disappointments there. But for the most part, some fantastic state- skating. Because remember, some years in skating, everyone falls everyone down. Everyone falls down. I mean, I know. <laughs> Yes. It's hard. It's a very hard sport. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're all a wreck in that sport, really, when you think about it. But, you know, the U.S. has not had a skating medal since 2006 at really? the Olympic Games. Sasha oh. Cohen. Uh, that's a oh. long... An individual medal. Yeah. Didn't we get some they kind got of... the team. Given how many, how many skater, figure skaters we have. It yeah. It seems like we would and have And we a lot. used to be a powerhouse, but we're sort of being replaced by these these Russians now. In so many ways. Hmm. But um, so, okay, the women skate, and here's the controversy. Ashley Wagner uh, finishes fourth. She doesn't get named to the team. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there, I felt like that was right. She, the top three skaters all skated great programs. There was a mixture of young, you know, fresh blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a mixture of veterans. Mariah Nagasu had the skate of the weekend. I loved it. But then there was this controversy. You know, Ashley spoke out. She was furious about her her marks. And and then the backlash against Ashley, like, stop, stop talking. You shouldn't say anything. You Mm -hmm. know, this is what you deserve. And I just hated to see that because when we we met her, Liz, and we have talked to a lot of athletes individually a lot uh, because both of us worked in sports like. She's an unusual female athlete. Mm -hmm. She has a lot to say. She was funny and opinionated and smart. And Mm -hmm. she did not seem like a programmed athlete in, I'll just say it, skating or gymnastics, where Mm -hmm. they tend to really stick to the party line. And she's the one that also, after a long conversation with you, told you that you should be a skating commentator. (laughs) She did say that. So that, I think, is part of your commitment to Affection for Ashley. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, she is a spectacular skater. And she told us at that that event that she was skating to La La Land. Mm -hmm. She was going to skate to the La La Land music, but she wasn't feeling it. So she was going back to an old program. And this was before Skate America Mm -hmm. when she ended up actually pulling out because of an injury. 
unless you and I got in our car, and what's mm-hmm. the first thing we said? Why is That's she a going mistake. back to an old program? <laughs> Leanne Dolan said it was a mistake to go to the old program. So and- when she skated this weekend, I just didn't think it was 100% there. She had mm-hmm. skated a couple more times. But, you know, here's the thing. People are like, oh, figure skating, just gnashing. How does this happen? Why didn't the top three men get to go? Adam ended up making the team even though Which he I finished was thrilled fourth. about. Thrilled about. Great. Thrilled about. You know what, people, this happens all the time in sports. Mm-hmm. You know, constantly federations and coaches are making the decision, do we take the fresh young face mm-hmm. or the experienced veteran? They're just – in figure skating, it just happened to be three spots. But, you know – Can I just say, look at the national championship football game last yeah. night. At halftime, at half-time. they decided to go with the freshman QB. How yeah. about that yeah. as a surprise? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. and they won the game. It's yeah. happened in soccer as well yeah. for yeah. our national team. Yes. Yeah. Landon yeah, sure. Donovan left what coaches the team. Do. Right. This is – it's hard to make these decisions. So it's not unique to figure skating. And you can agree or disagree, but it's not a problem with the sport. What is a problem with the sport, though? I'm going to go to Christine Brennan's reporting. So, you know, she's a USA Today sports writer, and we've had her on the show. She's sort of the preeminent figure skating, uh, you know, reporter there. She really knows her stuff. And she talked to dozens of people after Ashley did not make the team. And what was a problem was this Brady Tunnell, you know, this Mm -hmm. fresh face Cinderella. Julie, I know you didn't see – I didn't. I didn't get to see the skating yeah. this past week. So, um, well, she's, so youth is winning. Is that she sort is of came it? out of nowhere? This Brady Tunnell skate America. She's dancing to to, to she's skating to Disney's <laughs> Cinderella. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. it's very sweet. And mm-hmm. she's your Alice would love it. Your granddaughter because she wears like a crown when she skates, which I object. To. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, this is the Leon Dolan faint praise portion of the, the evaluation. <laughs> she, well, it's the difference between a girl and a woman, right? It is, it's the totally, same thing in 100%. Gymnastics. And it, it happens all the time. She she nailed every jump. She mm-hmm. can really compete with those Russians who can jump. But this was the thing that Christine Brennan mentioned in her article, and this is what I object to, that U.S. figure skating after after Skate America, they said, okay, we want her to go. She can compete. Again, fair enough if you're mm-hmm. if you're open about it. You want to take the young one instead of the experienced veteran. Yeah. That is a decision coaches make every day of the week. But instead, they elevated her artistic score above Ashley Wagner's artistic mm-hmm. score. So they mm-hmm. messed around with the scoring to justify their selection. Right. And that's what I object to because if you saw the two of them skate well, frankly, I was worried about Dick Button's health. He was in the <laughs> when when Brady skated because I was like, I hope he's left the building because that lack of extension is going to kill Dick Button. <laughs> I, she's great. Send mm-hmm. her to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Get her the experience so, you know, yeah. next time when she's 23, she can win and compete against those Russians. But don't pretend that her skating was more artistic than Ashley's. Like, there wasn't even any comparison. And that's mm-hmm. why that's what opens federations up mm-hmm. to criticism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then right. the other thing I would say, and stick with me, because I'm now I'm going way out on a limb with this. <laughs> okay. All right. Is, okay. You know, people are like, oh, Ashley should 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 not have expressed anger. She should shut up. She has a big mouth. She, you know, she she talks too much. When she made the Sochi team, she was one of the few athletes that said at a press conference. I don't agree with Putin's policy on gays. I mm-hmm. think it's wrong. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she speaks her mind. 
well, you know what? We don't need any more female athletes that don't speak up when right. they see wrong. Thank you. I, I, I think one of the stories that got underreported was the gymnastics, the terrible abuse by the U.S. doctor on the gymnastics team. I right. totally agree with you. It, it got completely lost in the Harvey Weinstein, everything mm-hmm. that was happening in November story. Mm-hmm. That was a terrible story. Allie mm-hmm. Reisman and Michaela, they came forward, and that guy is in jail, mm-hmm. and they did not have like the wherewithal to speak up. If you read the interviews with Allie Reisman, she's like, I didn't even know it was happening to me. So when people say, why didn't you say anything? Like, I didn't know. Right. I mean, this team doctor was coming to her hotel room during international competitions. It's just terrible. We don't need more female athletes that don't speak up against their federation, Mm -hmm. whether Mm -hmm. it's on scoring or anything else, like, or pay, like the U.S. women's soccer team spoke up against pay parity. You know, they keep winning. They keep qualifying for the World Cup. So we don't I need agree. any They're more athletes. They're not these little that... skating princesses no. or up there on the beam like these little dolls. They are hey, actual. gymnastics is really hard. Like, no, Liz. I know. I don't I know. No, I yeah. know. That's what I mean. So give them a little bit of credit. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they're, you know, they're fully formed people, even though we prefer to think of them as little twirling dolls. Right. And they, they have to play a lot of games to get picked on those national teams. And I object to that. But one of the game should not be not speaking up. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that. So I'm sorry that Ashley is not going, but I think the right team is going for, you know, reasons that are maybe questionable. And okay. I'm glad okay. that our man Adam is going. Yes. Oh, I'm so just, excited for Adam. I'm yeah. so- okay. Well, Leon, you're really going to have to drill down and do some research on a figure skating pair that is going to be there in South Korea in a couple of weeks. And that is the North Korean figure skating pair because just yesterday North Korea met with South Korea in the peace village, which I've actually been to. I didn't find it very peaceful when I was there. I I think it's like the tense village in at the DMZ and uh, delegations from both the North and the South agreed. Number one, that North Korea would send a delegation to the 2018 uh, Olympic Games. Uh, and that they North also agreed that for the duration of the Games, the Olympic Games, that they would try to keep a peaceful environment. So I think that's code Yay for, for that. They're not they're not going to be shooting off mi- uh, missiles. And obviously, this is a pretty sudden and dramatic change. However, the North Koreans have participated in Olympic Games before, and uh, they're still holding out. Uh, the South was really hoping that at the same time as the Olympic Games, that there w- they could um, organize a reunion of family members that were separated during the Korean War. So that's a long time, you know, mm-hmm. but there, yeah. so there, that piece is negotiating, but there is going to be a delegation of athletes. I think this is a great North story. Koreans are also sending cheerleaders. Yeah. Okay. Which they're I'm guessing they're going to be super good at because <laughs> yeah, you yeah. see all those big demonstrations that they do in honor of the dear leader and the great leader. Yes. So I think cheering is a national skill. Yeah, so they have cheer. Well, Liz, they have two categories. They have art performers. So I assume those are the people with the cards, flipping them around, doing Mm. the spectacular, synchronized card shuffling stuff. Um, 
but the cheerleaders are separate. And I believe those are the minders, Liz. I think those oh. are the spies oh. that are going to be watching those athletes <laughs> that that none of them take off. Um, they're also going to have a, a demonstration of taekwondo, uh, even though that's not an, a winter sport. But apparently it's one that the North Koreans actually have some athletes in that area. They're looking for wild card entries in short track skating and in Nordic skiing. And I'm just assuming that the Olympic Committee, you know, just not wanting to aggravate North Korea, given that, you know, their border is 110 miles from where the games games are being held, that if they want to be in short track skating or Nordic skiing, I just assume we're going to let them in. So, you know, <laughs> because... It could be just an Eddie the Eagle scenario, right? Yeah, we know you're not going to win, but okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but they do have they do have a pair pair of skaters, Leanne, that have qualified for the Olympic events. Yes. So I, I, I'm excited. I, I think that you'll be able to pick them out. They're going to be in bad costumes <laughs> with bad teeth. Those will be the two things that you'll notice. Okay. <laughs> Liz, you know we love talking about Framebridge, don't we? We do. Because, <laughs> because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting Framebridge experience. Would I, you I like did. to share? Would you like I know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already framebridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the framebridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, great for gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds you like- you're going to be happy, okay? <laughs> That's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling sure. there yes. with your with your butcher box. What, what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for a part of the summer, yeah. I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what, uh, what, what I'm recommending. Yeah, either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, you, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy-to-find high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, 
pork that's raised crate-free and wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> nice to have something familiar there. <laughs> yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for a year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. All right. Well, I think that's a good news story. So exciting that the Olympics are coming up in four weeks. All right. Uh, when we get back, we are going to uh, talk about your trip to Australia. Oh, that's yeah. exciting. But first, we want to thank a couple of our sponsors. Okay. Now we're back and uh, wanted to recap some of the news we shared last week is that Julie and I are taking a little trip this month to the Great Barrier Reef. So we're super excited. And Leon, you took last week off because it was your anniversary, right? Yeah. So you didn't get a chance to tell us how excited you are for us. <laughs> now we know you're replacing us while we're gone with Sheila and Monica. I guess I should She's shouldn't. moving on, Liz. I know. <laughs> okay. But you better bring her back a good gift or else we're <laughs> off the show. So I have good news and bad news about uh, about this trip. First, the good news for me is that one of my stops, you know how much, like I've said, the sea turtle is my spirit animal. Um, mm-hmm. I am actually visiting a turtle rehabilitation center on Fitzroy Island. Wow. This you is are? Wow, yes. Liz. Yeah, and Julie, I think this is after you and your husband leave me alone. So yeah. the so this <laughs> Fitzroy Island, you're going off to celebrate your anniversary. I'm going off to swim with the turtles. So it said you visit the turtle rehab center and you may even be able to swim with a sea turtle just off the beach. So I'm totally 100% signed up for that. So that is the good news. The mm-hmm. bad news is, well, apparently we could not get there soon enough because here was this was a giant headline in uh, the New York Times over the weekend. And I know it was carried in lots of other papers because so many of you <laughs> sent it to me. Oh, no. Headline is, a voracious starfish is destroying the Great Barrier Reef. So come on, how much more is this reef supposed to take? So here's what it says. Deadly starfish are feasting on parts of the world's largest reef system, which is already threatened by rising ocean temperatures, which I mentioned last week. This is the crown of thorns starfish, Julie. So we Mm -hmm. have to, I feel like you and me and your husband, we can feel free to like pluck these off the reef and bring them well, home. Well, are they are they just voracious on the reef, or will they bite us? I, I, I think we need to get a little more information about these starfish, Liz. Biting okay? starfish, wow. Well, the thing that surprised me is that it's an actual native species. Usually, these invasive right. things like mm-hmm. they show up, they fall off the hull of a ship going by, you know. And but no, this is a native species whose numbers occasionally grow so out of control they endanger 
the reef, and they've been detected on 37 sections of the southerly Swain Reef, more than 60 miles offshore. So we will be checking it out. And it says, Hmm. normally the starfish contributes to the reef's diversity by eating faster-growing coral species. So that allows for the slower-growing species to thrive. But now the starfish are eating faster than the coral can grow. And obviously we know the coral's threatened by a number of other factors too. So one study found that between 1985 and 2012, the reef lost an average of 50% of its coral cover and starfish predation. Whoever thought you would see those two words together, sisters? Starfish predation. Oh, wow. Yeah. At National Geographic, predation was a very common word, but normally applied to like sharks yeah. and things. You know, your apex <laughs> predators, on your list of apex predators, you don't normally see starfish. Uh, starfish predation was responsible for almost half of that decline. And they don't actually know why. But one theory, which is interesting, is that currents are bringing nutrient-rich water from the deep sea up onto the shelf where it didn't really exist before. So they have more nutrients. So it correlates with the starfish larvae growth. Oh, wow. So we're going to have to get to the bottom of this, Joel. Wow. That's it. We got the good Clearly news. Clearly on the bottom. We're going to really go do that. Good news on the turtles, right. well, bad news I, on the just, starfish. I just want to know because I we do care about the wreath, and that's one of the reasons we're going is to see it now. I read that um, they really recommend, require um, great barrier reef safe suntan lotion. You know, you have to wear a lot of suntan lotion when you're there. Sure. And they don't want you to just use regular old copper tone because oh. it has too many chemicals that they also think are damaging the reef. Oh. So not to worry, sister, I bought, I ordered the uh, three pack. So we each have a tube of this special <laughs> okay. suntan lotion. Isn't that, I mean, that's, that's a good nice thing to you. Thank you, Julie. That's good. Yes. Yeah, so we're, I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're set in that area. See, so, once you I mean, decide uh, you're going to check a bag, you can bring all kinds of right. gels and liquids that you would normally <laughs> leave at home. Okay, thank you. That's great. And the other thing I just, you know, when, because I've done a lot of off, you know, off the grid travel, I always travel with a roll of duct tape, you know, just, I think you could repair your suitcase uh-huh. you can it's you can use it for a puncture wound and i just couldn't decide whether or not to stick it in the suitcase for australia because it seems like a really nice place like i it's not really off the grid at all but then the more you read about some of the animals that they have there <laughs> yeah. including the fox bat okay i we're going to post a picture of these fox bats they're currently having a very difficult time because of the temperature they're like falling out of trees these oh, fox bats my God. and i'm saying you do not want one of these things falling on you so <laughs> i think i'm sure the duct tape puncture wound yeah so that would be we're also going to the daintree rainforest so is that right. where the bats are they're in yeah, the that, I, well i'm not certain but uh, i'm gonna have my duct tape so uh, so not to worry <laughs> okay, you got me covered. All right. Well, you Thank know, you, the Julie. good news is that there are quite a few Australians who listen to the show and they've yes. been posting on the Facebook group. So maybe they can um, assuage Julie's fears about this fox bat. Are they simply falling out of the trees when you go to get a cup that, of coffee? It was a story at the BBC, <laughs> Leanne, because of the high temperatures that a number of animals are having a very difficult time. Okay. Mm. All right. Okay. All right, Jill. It's like those frozen iguanas falling out of the trees in Florida last week. (laughs) 
That was happening, too. Uh, animals. They're yeah. awesome. Okay. All right. Uh, you guys have already mentioned your themes for the year, and because I was not on last year. You know, I pick a theme every year. So yeah. for 2018, here's my theme. It's proceed with curiosity. Oh. All right. So at my son's graduation from art school, the dean got up and gave a wonderful speech about, um, you know, thinking about how these grads should move forward in the world, uh, being designers and creative types. And he said, you know, it's very tempting to move forward with judgment, you know, Mm -hmm. to look at things and already have judgment. But imagine how different the world would be if you had curiosity instead, if you replaced what you think you're going to hear from someone with a genuine curiosity about their life. And I thought that was very thoughtful. That is very thoughtful. Yeah. That is going to be so hard for you, Leah. I know. That's... I know. Well, you know what, though? Because I think we're all judging all the time. Yeah. But the, on the other hand, Liz, thanks for your, uh, thanks for your backup. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't really the spirit of Mudita. She, she is it? an unofficial ice skating judge. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, certain... You keep judging in certain areas, Leah. I think it's competitions, it's ju- you're it's allowed to judge judgment. a competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Uh, you know, so, um, but I am a writer, so, yes. I, you know, great, I'm curious about people like you don't go into that if you have zero curiosity about other people's lives and motives and I'm interested in history and the world and things like that so I wanted to sort of just rejigger my brain you know I Uh think 2017 was a year of tremendous judgment on all fronts I'd like to free myself of that and you know he also the dean also spoke about listening deeply and how that's a really Mm -hmm. important part that's like an Oprah thing the creative well he, he was quoting psychologist and Harvard professor Carol Gilligan. But yeah, oh, yes, it is right. like an uh-huh. Oprah thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, she probably took she it. She listens a lot. Yeah. So that was, yeah, to listen deeply uh, and with curiosity instead mm-hmm. of already thinking you know the answer that's going to come out of someone's mouth. So, and I like the idea of stealing the phrase instead of proceed with caution, like proceed with curiosity. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's my wow, theme that's for the Wow, that's a big year. idea. Okay, I like thanks, it. Very Liz. good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, should no, should good. work out well, Land. Thank you for your support, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying that it's like 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 my theme Udita, which is like taking joy out of other people's good fortune. I have already found that to be very hard to do, and it's only the tenth of January. <laughs> you know, it is hard. So yeah. these things, this is why we have them as right. themes. They're goals. Right. So so that's a good one. Some years I have themes that are just, you know, change is good. I mean, yeah. that's not that hard a theme to really execute on. But you're right. This is something I, I wanted to do, you know, with thought, with yes. thought, with thought. All right. When we get back, we have more from the face group and things like Facebook group and things like that. Um, but first, we're going to hear from one of our sponsors. Stay with us. We're the Satellite Sisters. Okay, we're back, sisters, and we've got to talk about some of the food trends for 2018 because I know you want to be current on mm-hmm. what you're supposed to be eating when you go out to a restaurant. And I've got some sad news. Avocado toast, it may have run its course. It's toast? No. It's toast. <laughs> oh, no. It's it's on the endangered list. I mean, it may have suffered from overexposure. You know, I mean, of course, Leon and I discovered avocado toast. We we're the ones that put it on the map. Yep. We brought yes. toast back into the world because that it was was heading out, and we, you know, we spoke up for toast. Uh, 
but a lot of restaurants, they're feeling like, hmm, we've done that, been there, done that. We've got to uh, go with something else. Also, sort of losing its uh, attractiveness or its glamour is tuna tartare. You know how you always see that on a Mm -hmm. menu, right? Really? Yeah. Tuna tartare. Yeah. It's out. It's out. Sirloin steaks. uh Uh-uh. No more. Foie gras. I mean, I can see that. Even kale is now described as being in a transitional period, okay? <laughs> you must be so meaning, happy about that. Meaning the tra- w- w- they're, what they're doing with kale now is they're mixing in other uh, lettuce leaves, you know, so, <laughs> so they're hiding it's it. It's not all kale, okay? Okay. I'm not against that. Also, microgreens. Did you ever go to a restaurant where they serve sure. those? Yeah, yeah, I like those. I enjoy a little micro. Green. Okay, well, they say that those are on the way out because they have actually have zero flavor value. They have oh. no flavor whatsoever. Yeah, They might look cute, little yeah. baby lettuces and things like that, but they don't taste like anything. So they're on the endangered list. They never as well that. as veal. People don't, diners don't want to eat veal. Yeah. They don't want sauced meat. Mm. They want, if they're going to eat meat, they want a clean, clean meat. Okay. Sauce, so, sauced meat. Who says that? <laughs> I don't know, Leanne. I'm just. I love just a grilled piece of meat, though. I'm fine with that. A veal piccata with some nice sauce. Like, yeah, I, it's good. I'd be licking that plate, I Leanne. Know. I'd be licking well, that. I, don't need, I, love I that. don't need veal, but I like chicken piccata. Yeah. Okay. okay, so here's what's in. Duck meat, mm, I'm sad about that. Don't really <laughs> like duck, but brisket, okay, you see that everywhere. Everybody's doing brisket. Yeah. Carrots and squash are making a run for it, okay? Wow. Aren't you happy about that? I am not oh. in the squash camp nope. at all. Talk about no flavor. It's just like, it's just mushy, watery. I'm just, I hate squash. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, no. I've always squash. hated it. There's lots of different kinds of squash. Like there's zucchini, there's butternut squash. Come on, Liz. Okay, butternut squash, you're right. No, I'm thinking of just like that mushy yellow squash that you get on a plate sometimes as a side dish. Nope. I don't eat that. Yeah. But but the big move is seasoned raw fish, okay, in bowls. Okay. Everything's gonna be in a bowl. Okay. Mm -hmm. Plates are out. Get rid of your plates. Mm -hmm. Okay. Bowls. And and raw fish is really um, that's going to be very popular. So, so it's the poke. Not, the poke bowl is, yeah. has taken yeah, over like the whole California. poke bowl thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other big trend coming out of Silicon Valley. I don't. I and I'm sure it's happening in Los Angeles. I haven't seen it here in um, Texas, but we're a cattle country. But uh, they perhaps they have it in Los Angeles, and that is raw water. Have you heard this? No. Is this the, like collected rainwater? Yes, this is unfiltered, untreated, unsterilized water that either comes from rainwater or people are actually like trespassing and collecting it out of springs, other people's springs mm. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and that you can buy this, uh, you can buy it for, you know, $40 for a 2.5 gallon jug. And people, people think that this is very good because it is unfiltered, untreated, unsterilized. It doesn't have any of the chemicals that you have in your normal tap water. Um, and that this is sort of consistent with like a paleo diet or a raw diet that we have to get all these other chemicals out of our system. But the only problem with untreated water, uh, as as you may be aware of, sisters, is the parasites yeah. in the water. Giardia. Gives you giardia. Giardia and cryptosporidium as well. Yes. Yeah. 
bad things, right? And your spring might be okay, but if there's cattle up up the stream, that's yeah. maybe not such a good thing. But raw look, raw fish and raw water. How about that? Raw water. Just hearing those two words. It's just that, so stupid. I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. <laughs> that's... Good. Good. Not to be judgmental or yeah. anything, Liam, but no. Nope. <laughs> okay, you are Liz. not the least bit curious about raw water, well, are you? I, you know, if you've ever hiked, you've had raw water, and then yeah. two days later, you get a parasite because there's <laughs> some animal upstream. It's Yeah, if you know, you're yeah. not really... Or agriculture su- upstream. Yeah. You're yeah. not supposed to drink out of that stuff. All right. 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 Well, okay, Joel. Okay, thanks for the heads up, Joel. Uh, I actually have started the poke bowl i've is now part of my routine not okay not every week but every couple of weeks i've been enjoying that lately so all right i don't eat raw fish okay all right well you're out so you better stick to the carrots and the squash <laughs> I pretty much yeah wow it sounds and like i'm a cling, cling to that transitional kale because it's on its way out too i like it okay uh, sisters i want to take just a minute and tell you a, a wonderful story now uh, many of you who are on our facebook group know of michael Mueller. he writes the beautiful mirabelle books about his dog you know and he posts all the time he's a longtime satellite sister mister and can i say his maribel books these are children's books about his very special dog they are my grandson peter's that's his that those are his go-to books i mean when he was writing his letter to santa claus this year the only thing he wanted from santa claus was he wanted some darth darth vader lightsaber and he wanted a new Mirabelle book. Oh, he just nice. loves these stories. So Michael wrote to me a little while ago about um, about someone that's uh, very important to him and that he has gotten involved in something called the Ladybug House. The Ladybug House is um, out of Seattle, Washington, and it was started by a critical care nurse that for 35 years she worked both in the United States and Canada. And what she has set up is a hospice uh, um, palliative care um, place for children. How about that? That's the saddest thing. Because she says, now we know how, you know, both of our parents um, used hospice at the end of their lives. And there are, you know, with young children, there are times when hospice or palliative care is is appropriate. And what Ladybug House does is that they say if we cannot add days to the life of a child, we will add life to their days. Oh, Oh, wow. That's beautiful. and Mirabel have gotten involved with Ladybug House, and they wrote to me about this. And he just asked, he just thought that other satellite sisters would like to know about this. They currently have a building campaign. They want to get, they want to renovate a permanent house in Seattle where they can treat kids. You know, they have in Great Britain, they have palliative care places like this for children they have a number of them throughout great britain but the in the united states there are only two of them isn't that amazing only two so there's one you know this one started by this wonderful nurse in seattle and there's one other but we're going to put up information on uh, our uh, website and our facebook group about the ladybug house and you can go to ladybughouse.org if you want more information about that so thank you michael thank you mirabelle for telling us about that michael has written a special book 
um, that he is going to use as a fundraiser for the Ladybug Bug House called No Dogs Allowed and about how Mirabelle now goes to visit a number of these children. Wow. So. Okay, that's great. You know, one of the beautiful things about the Facebook group is that you do get to post what you want to share with the rest of the Satellite Sisterhood. So so thank you very much, Michael. It's That's lovely to see. There are a couple of other highlights that have been in the group over the past week or so that I wanted to mention. Uh, you should join the group if you haven't already. What are you waiting for? Okay, number one, Georgia uh, posted a photo, and Georgia this is, I feel so responsible for this, but I am very touched and moved. So here's what she wrote. I wanted to share after your last podcast of 2017, my son, who's obviously a tattoo artist, tattooed Mudita on me and some of the family. It is just one more connection that we share together as a family. It was a series of events that brought us all to this place. And when I heard your podcast, it gave us the word that captured our sentiment. We wanted a tattoo that would remind us to have vicarious joy and happiness for someone else's well-being. We still kind of laugh and say, we can't believe we got matching tattoos. <laughs> I can't, I, Georgia, I can't believe you got matching Georgia, tattoos. Georgia, I love that picture, I though. I mean, that's a crazy picture. It's fantastic. This is, this is why the group is so great. You can post your own pictures. You can share your life experience with us. So thank you, Georgia. Good luck with that, Mudita. Now I'm really going to have to stick with that as a theme. Yeah, right Liz, you've, you've set a very high bar. So don't <laughs> blow it on day 11. I okay. know. Well, I, so has Georgia. Like, yes. now, now I'm like, I hope someone gets proceed with curiosity tattooed on their body. <laughs> yeah. How about you only go around once in life? Yeah. That's going to be a big tattoo. <laughs> that seems like that would make a good pillow, Julie. I think we should do a pillow in that theme. Wouldn't that be good? Okay. okay, Liz, get to work on it. <laughs> okay, the second photo I wanted to mention in the Facebook group, Anne posted a picture of a coffee mug that I think really captures a lot of the spirit here at Satellite Sisters. Uh, the mug says, always be yourself, unless you can be Serena then be Serena. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I love it. It could be Ashley. It could be Adam. It could be any one of the people out there you see working so hard. So thank you, Anne, for posting the picture of a mug. And then Marsha, I want to close with this. Marsha posted a picture of herself on a chaise lounge in her backyard. The message says, finally got all the Christmas decorations put away time to relax with a book I've been wanting to read. And Leanne, she's reading your first novel, the best-selling Helen of Pasadena. I love the photo. I love the sentiment. <laughs> I love that you waited till you put the Christmas decorations away, Marcia. That was sensible. Then you can fully enjoy it. Yes. Thank you. That made me really happy. Yeah. So that is really nice. Thanks, Marcia, Anne, and Georgia, and everyone else who participates over there. Yeah. And we should mention Kathy Douglas, who was posting live updates from the skating this weekend. Outstanding because she, pictures. She Those were great. I love to see... Like the uh, the skaters in a relaxed setting, you yeah. know, that because we always see them when they're all tense, you know, so her pictures were really wonderful yeah. that yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I hope she goes to Byung-Chang. Her, yes. The oh, skater yeah. that she supports, Mariah Nagasu, did make the team. And so go, Kathy. That's Kathy, all we you should totally say. go. You know how much we love going to the Olympics when we can. Yeah. Can't quite squeeze it in this year, but yeah, you can be our representative. You can talk yourself out of it pretty easily. <laughs> Believe me, when we told people we were going to Rio, most people were like, why? But it was a fantastic experience. Yes, so. do not let the 110 miles from the North Korean border... 
deter no. you at no, all. No, no, it's no, all it's good now. No, it's a peaceful time. We just, they just worked that all out. Peaceful time. Get on the plane, Kathy. All right. We do want to thank our our sponsors. Liz does a great job doing the show notes every week at SatelliteSisters.com. So if you miss a sponsor or a promo code or an offer, you can always go to SatelliteSisters.com. Mm-hmm. But special thanks to Care.com forward slash sisters, BarkBox.com forward slash sisters, and Harry's.com forward slash sisters. We really appreciate the sponsors who support our show, and we appreciate the listeners who support our sponsors. So thank you. Sisters, are you ready? Are you ready, ready going to go into Australia? Yeah. First, we also want to thank Sergio Enriquez here oh, yes. at Wondery. We're very happy to work with Sergio and to be part of the Wondery Network. And, <laughs> and yeah. to have fresh coffee and real mugs when we come in, Liz. <laughs> People mean, were printing things out for us today, Julie, just, and you would have thought Leanne had died and gone to heaven. It's a, that's 2018. <laughs> it's all up, up, you know, up, up, up. I just, it's been eight years since I've gone to an actual office. So it's, it's kind of a culture shock for me. <laughs> I hope you're wearing something decent, Leanne. I'm trying. It is a struggle, you know, to put on pants with a zipper <laughs> first thing in the morning and my contact lenses but i'm trying jill i'm trying okay uh, but so good luck while we're gone little Ian. it's yeah. all gonna be great i got tina brown i got sheila and monica what more wow. what more could a girl need now yeah. i'm jealous no don't be jealous you guys okay. have a fantastic time have a safe time mm-hmm. liz i know you're gonna try to unplug julia mm-hmm. I want you and your husband to unplug and just enjoy that experience of a lifetime at the great barrier Reef. okay one thing i did get a great barrier reef appropriate um pedicure at Leon. Yeah. And uh, just in case there's any kind of shark attack, yeah. uh, my toenails are bright, bright, bright orange, like safety orange. <laughs> so if you find just a foot or a leg and that's the color, you don't need my dental don't records. Worry. I you, got the duct tape. I'm just going to tape you right back up, Liz. Well, you don't need dental get... records when you have pedicure records. That's I'm writing my... it down. Orange toenails. <laughs> when I get the call. Crikey. <laughs> <laughs> we we agreed on last week's show, Leanne. You're not supposed to make oh, any. I know. I no, that. none of those, yeah. Leanne. We did a whole thing on the cultural stuff <laughs> on uh, down under. None okay. of those Steve jokes. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So well, we're good. Really have a wonderful safe Thank trip. You. You Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. And keep in touch later if you want to, or not. Just right. save it all and tell us about it. But uh-huh. take photos. Yes. You can maybe share later or not. Do whatever I you want. I downloaded a whole bunch of special emojis. Like jellyfish emoji. <laughs> they're they're impressive. They're I was sending them to your impressive. husband last night, Julie. <laughs> yes. He was yeah. impressed. I am well, we on my emoji list. game. We got an underwater camera. So we're good we're good to oh, go. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's so trim. I can't, I can't. That's fantastic. All right, we're the satellite sisters. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, call your satellite sister.